Somewhere over the rainbow, Jameis thinks he did enough work to be a number one QB in the NFL League. He said this in front of greats, one of them being far from Dak Prescott. Crazy to imagine that Winston thinks he's that good. Bruh. I, I just. That was my magical Mary Poppins song about Jameis Winston standing in front of all these kids saying, Yeah, I'm doing way more work than all these quarterbacks out here. Man, you know what? I hope so. Because if not, you're still going to be the same old guy that threw 30 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, and 30 also interceptions. 30 interceptions. I just I love how he's like, I, I was a number one draft pick, and then I was a laughing stock. Like, he's fucking Cam Newton or something. Nah, bro, you ate a W, and you stole mm. crab legs. Mm. Like, that's all on you. You know how you don't get made fun of? Don't eat a W. Yeah. I mean, you know, he felt it. He felt like that. I mean, if he went out there and threw seven touchdowns that night, guess what? That would have been an amazing speech. But he ended up losing that game. It wasn't a really good game for him. And he's a laughing stock. And I don't know why he keeps – he's like, did he say, like, I'm a laughing stock in past tense? I didn't catch that. Like, no, he just said pe- then pe- people laughed at me. Oh, people are still laughing. No, bro. <laughs> you need a better season, bud. You need a better He's, season. I would I wouldn't be surprised if Jameis is like, man, I, I throw a I threw a touchdown on the playoffs though. He's like he's just like, I mean, man, man, like one one for one in the playoffs with a touchdown. I mean, almost yeah, beat Tampa Bay because of me. I mean, that's the same thing of me going to a Vikings game, them winning it. And I go, hey, man, I was there. I mean, two for two in the Dome. Me, Dome, they should give me season tickets. Yeah, no, same shit. <laughs> Bro, that's like that's like me running a relay race with a bunch of, like, 80-year-olds and being like, man, did you see my lap? We almost had it. I almost won it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. When else is fucking 80? <laughs> And, uh, your guarantee. No guarantee on the box. Oh, man, it is a great time to watch basketball. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. I am with the host, Jay. How you doing today, sir? Doing well, man. Doing well. Happy to talk sports. Big, big, big NBA show. And the yeah. draft is like, what, eight days away? The draft is about yeah, 10 days away. About 10 days. Away. Ten next next. Next Thursday is the first round of it, and it's so, going to be pretty awesome. So if you're listening to this when it goes live, eight days from now. There you go. And Carolina might get out of the eight spot. I mean, why? Do no one – it's so disrespectful that no one wants corners. <laughs> no one wants to stay and grab a corner. At eight, you're grabbing the best corner that could potentially – the best corner in the league in three years. That's how good he is. And you're just going to go, no, I want out. How far uh, do you want to go mean, back? I mean, here's the thing. If you don't love one cornerback a lot more than the other ones – like I've heard a lot of people say J.C. Horn is that dude, but J.C. Horn is like – 
kind of a hit or miss, like super high ceiling, but also has the potential to be like a nickel guy. You know what I mean? Where he's big and he's shown signs and he's got the tools, but being a press corner in the national football league is very, very fucking hard to do. So I've heard a lot of people not love him at that spot. And if he goes two overall at like the number two corner, I've also heard a lot of people saying like, I was listening to Peter Schrager this morning said the top three receivers, uh, Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, instead of the top three, are all potential number one receivers, and all three of them are better than all of the receivers from last year's draft, Ooh, which is wild. But that's he, crazy. But he said after those three, the drop-off is pretty steep. Okay. So, I mean, if you're at a point where, like, you want to get a corner or a wideout, but you don't really care which one, as long as you get one of the top three corners or wideouts. Mm-hmm. I could see you trying to like snake an extra third. I mean, oh, the yeah? Panthers. If you watch the Panthers last year, they were not one piece away. They were not two pieces away. They were like six or seven pieces away, at yeah. the least. And they're in a division with Tampa Bay, so they might be a couple years away from really having a shot to make a deep playoff run. Now, again, you got McCaffrey. If Sam Darnold can be what you thought he was coming out, that could be less. But, like, hypothetically, Sam Darnold needs work. Hypothetically, Christian McCaffrey doesn't come back 100% right away. Hypothetically, you are taking a downgrade in your receivers from last year. I could see them trying to – spread this out and say like okay let's see what we got with sam if we don't have with sam we're not going to commit super hard we've got two years of sam i could i could see them kind of taking more of a long approach and if that's the case an extra third round pick is not bad in a draft where 40 corners could go tell me i could get two really good corners instead of having my pick of one corner i I would do that i mean you're looking at like that what five nine kid out of purdue who ran like a four two five you know, you yeah. get you get a lot of different options. I, I don't know what they think they're going to get for eight, though, because I feel like eight is kind of that no man's land where you're not going to get a top quarterback. No. I mean, you're maybe going to get – the number four spot. You're maybe going to get the fourth or the fifth. Like uh, – You'll get the fourth. I think you'll get you'll – get, you'll end up with Trey Lance or Justin Fields at the end of it. I mean, at this point, it's the best chance they have to get value – is if someone wants to jump in front of Denver to get that fourth quarterback. But because Denver's at nine, but I don't know what they're willing to give up to do that. And the Broncos could still be talking to Atlanta about moving to four. And that's, that's another big piece because Atlanta's pick is still there. So four and eight are are available. The question is who's going to pay to go up there and how much is it going to be worth? How much is it going to be worth to any team? I Yeah, I don't know. Moving up in this draft, if you're not going to get – I mean, if you're not going to get somebody, like, incredible, unless you're moving up specifically to get, like, Micah Parsons mm-hmm. or moving up to get, like, the corner of your choice, I don't know that I would give up that much. Yeah. Like I said, maybe a fourth, maybe a fifth. I don't know. I really haven't looked into like the deep, deep parts of this draft. I don't know how many gems you're looking at. You think you can nab in like the sixth round. Obviously there's always people you can get, but I haven't seen a lot of like those deep sleepers being talked about. Well, we'll see how it goes going in. I think I'm going to dive into it more um, next week. See what sleeper guys are available, especially um, I want to see the what corners are available between 25 and 40. Like, how good are those corners at the fourth, between four and six, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do want to get into the <clears throat> very interesting, and we're about under a month away from the NBA playoffs, and we're going to talk about the playing game or playing tournament. And if everything 
was to settle right now, if the league ends just like this, you would have a one-game tournament. So you win, you're in. You have the Heat versus the Hornets. Who do you take in that matchup? With or without Lonzo Ball at Lonzo Ball is ten. Lonzo Ball is ten days away from coming back. I think either way, I'd take the Heat. But Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero being a disappointment. Honestly, <laughs> shitty. Him being fucking terrible. Right. Not make me confident. I just. If it's a, if we're talking a one game series, I don't bet against Jimmy Butler. And then you have the very odd. So you have, excuse me. So you have the Heat taking the seventh seed. So now they're locked into that seventh seed. So now you have the Pacers and the Bulls. Who do you take in that matchup? Man, that's a tough one because I feel like the Pacers are not as exciting, but they're more consistent. Whereas the Bulls, if they get hot, they're a good team. Zach Levine gets hot. Zach Levine starts going for, you know, 45, which he can do. He can go for 40 plus. They're tough to beat. But we were here when Zach Levine was in Minnesota. Zach Levine can also go, you know, two for 12 with seven points. Mm-hmm. Same amount of minutes. <laughs> um. So you have. So who do you got in that? I think I'd take Chicago. Yeah. I so honestly, that, you know what I would probably do? I'd probably pick the home team. Okay. So let's just say the, you take you pick. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You pick the Bulls. Now you have a play-in game for the eighth seed. The Bulls versus the loser of the seventh eighth seed. So now you have the Hornets. Who do you take in the Bulls and Hornets? I think the Hornets have more weapons with a healthy okay. mellow. Okay. But I, I wouldn't would I be I probably like with my own cash, with my own money, I probably would not bet that game. But <laughs> if I had to just pick it, no stakes, I think I would go Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. So there is a possibility in this play-in tournament that a team like the seventh seed could see themselves out of the playoffs and a team in the 10th team, like the Bulls, see themselves in the playoffs. Is that the basketball is that basketball exciting enough to get more viewers? Or does Not it really shit on a team like the Heat that could potentially be five games plus on the eighth seed now have to fight for their lives and win two and win one out of two games just to make it into the playoffs? I think it's very, very crazy, especially when it comes to the Western Conference Finals. Now, same thing over here. You got the Mavericks versus Grizzlies. Who you got in that matchup? I don't think I would ever bet on the Grizzlies. <laughs> you don't think you would never bet on Ja? Nah. Not, <laughs> not right now. I think he needs another piece. I don't think he can do it by himself. Man. He is doing his thing, though. Like, he is bringing that team. That team is a 15-20 win season type of team. They are in the 30s. They could end up 38, 35, around there. That team is one piece away, like you said. But that team can make a lot of noise in the playoffs, and they have to play against Dallas. You, We've talked about how Dallas sometimes – Porzingis is just not it. And Luka needs so much help. Granted, they went and got JJ for him. But a team like is the JJ Mavericks... Has JJ been playing, though? I believe, yeah. I believe I've seen him out there. He's played a couple minutes. Last I, I, a... I watched, and he was questionable the game. He was DNF. 
Oh, or I think DMP. Did you watch last night? I think he went in last no, night. No, no, it was uh, about a week ago. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, I think he's playing now. Um, but yeah. And then now the ninth and tenth seed, you have the Warriors and the Spurs. Who do you take in that matchup? Bro, who's on the Spurs? DeRozan, Patty Mills. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's April 20th, but you can't convince me to bet <laughs> on DeMar DeRozan in the playoffs. I mean, not against the Warriors, no. No, no. It's like, <laughs> here's the thing. Steph got to show up in the playoffs. Got to. He's hot right now. Why would I bet against Steph right game. now? Why would I bet against Steph right now? Steph, this is this might be Steph's like fuck you tour. Okay. The, the, okay. If you're gonna ask me right now, who benefits the most from a play-in tournament more than anybody else in the league? It is Steph Curry. Hundred percent. Because look at the teams that he has to play against in this tournament. Mavericks, Grizzlies, Spurs. And he can fucking rest and doesn't even need to, like, it, it, like if he's banged up, rest him for three days before the play-in tournament. Yeah. As long as you clinch the play-in tournament, who cares? You're like and, – and that's, like, we're talking one game? Yeah, absolutely. And Steph is just murdering, like, top three playoff teams right now. He's on a tour. So do you like this for teams like that? Do you like to play – would you keep it in for next year? For teams like Absolutely the Warriors. Not. Hell no. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. I think what I just got at eventually will be the thing. If you, if the Lakers are not concerned about making the, – the, I, I just think it gives teams too much room to rest players. Like what I said Steph Curry could do is what teams will be doing in like August. They're not going to be concerned. It's already gotten to that point where the Lakers don't give a shit about being a top three seed. Yeah. Oh, you might, we might have to be the four seed. Like they know they're the one seed any day of the week. The mm-hmm. Nets haven't had all of their starters play in a game. Well, they're <laughs> going to all play together. Maybe two games a season. Yep. And then the whole playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And then they're just going to like show up for all-star break, have two practices and be good to go. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's good for the league. I don't think it's good for competition. Uh, I don't think it's good for – I mean, it's the equivalent of tanking for the lottery. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like tanking for the number one pick. You're just giving teams more resources to put together bad basketball to try to benefit themselves. Yeah. Again, if, I, I, I like it more if you say COVID, no fans all year. Because then you're giving me more meaningful basketball. But if you're going to let fans be in the stands and you're going to pay, ask me to pay $7 for a beer, $6 for a hot dog, and, you know, $120 for a lower level seat, fuck you. I want to see all the players play and not Steph Curry because we're only six games out of eighth place. (laughs) Yeah, that would be – that would be the only real reason to take out the tournament is that right there. Unless you could control load management. If there was some way somehow to control load management. And, I mean, you really can't. These players don't want to play 82 games, even though um, MVP candidates can do that and do well all season long. So... Um, I would take the Warriors to win that whole thing and get into the seventh seed. I think they could get all the way to the seventh seed from the ninth to the seventh seed. This playing tournament is only if you bubble up, and you're not going to do that ever again because the vaccine's out and it's just too much money, too much resources to bring everyone to Disney. You got to shut down Disney. So stop trying, to turn this into a, stop trying to turn this into a COVID podcast. Sports, <laughs> stick to sports, man. Oh my goodness! Yeah, well, 
we're out the bubble. So, um, the MVP race. Now that we're all talking about Curry and his high streak, he is still plus two thousand. If you put money on Curry for the MVP race right now, hope you listen. We're able to put money on it when we said to. Exactly, because right now he's played what twelve exact ten games in a row with plus fifty or plus forty or no. It's I think it's eleven. I think he broke the record. Yeah, eleven. Eleven games, forty plus. Just doing what he needs to do. He gets to the rim. He shoots the middies. He shoots the threes. He is doing everything for this team right now. If he could get himself just two more seeds up, I think he locks the he locks it in, but that means that the rest of his team needs to actually play good basketball. And they're hit and miss. They're hit and miss because they still lose games while Curry's scoring 40. So it's going to be super interesting to see how the race ends up because, on the other hand, while we're uh, cheering for Curry scoring 49 points against the 76ers. Joker's on the other side of the country putting up 47. Like, ah, I know Jamal's gone, but watch this. I could still do it. <laughs> and it is super, super interesting because now you also have Embiid playing very good basketball. Yeah, he lost that game last night, but he put up 30 points. He put up good numbers. And he's been putting up good numbers and beating good teams like the Nets. He's going on his little tour as well with a little hiccup to the Warriors. What does MVP stand for, Angel? <laughs> Most valuable player. How many points did the Golden State uh, Warriors lose by when Curry was out? I mean, yeah. 60? Yeah, 60? 50. It was 50. It was 50. Jeez. That, like, here's the thing. That – after that game, Curry should have bought them all like massages and watches because that was the single-handedly like the greatest thing for his legacy. Oh my goodness. In the last five years, and that's including going 73 and nine. Without me, this team blows so hard. Oh my goodness. I understand that. Like without him beat, Ben Simmons will still win you games. Oh. What? They've won games without Embiid. I know, but they won't win um, good playoff games. Good they games. They'll lose close. They won't lose by 50. <laughs> they won't be out the gym by halftime. Without, <laughs> without Jokic before when you had Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray can win you games without Jokic. Yep. Like, and the Nuggets aren't a star-driven team, which is good for them. I think that increases their chances of winning in the playoffs. Does yes. not help him win MVP. I mean, he's putting up 47 points as a big man. I mean, triple Steph- doubles. Big sure man. Steph doesn't get triple doubles. That, see, that's a big factor. That's major. Yeah, you could put up 50 points with, you know. Although when he's out of the game, you could say, who am I going to get assists to if these guys can't shoot? <laughs> you got Wiggins over there. That's, that's Yeah, awesome 16 points a game. Number two leading score. Listen. 56, 16, then three guys with 12, one with Draymond with eight. Eight and nine assists, six if rebounds. You had to legitly put a unit on one of these guys. Embiid plus two fifty, Joker's at minus three hundred, and Curry's at plus two thousand. Right now, I think you'd be dumb not to put it on Curry. You I and mean, again, here's the thing: I gamble to make money. One unit is not that much money. One unit times plus two thousand is a lot of money. <laughs> and I enjoy that. I am putting I'm, it on Embiid. Embiid is he was the best player for a whole month. A lot of time where he put up big numbers and he was starting to get to passing more and then he took a big shot to his knee and had to sit some time. 
He's back. He's slowly getting back into that same form. His team will eventually be the number one seed in the East and take that spot. And I think that takes him over the top when it comes to his MVP race. And if Embiid wins MVP, that means Simmons absolutely deserves Defensive Player of the Year. Because that is a very big argument. A lot of people have uh, Rudy still winning that. Winning that for the third time. And Isn't Jokic usually in that conversation too? Um, Jokic. Uh, yeah, sometimes you hear uh, – you hear Giannis in there too, because Giannis is a very good defensive player as well. But it would be highway robbery if you take this away from Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and the odds is plus one fifty, and Rudy is plus a hundred. Simmons is can guard one through five. Rudy cannot. Simmons can also put up a lot of numbers. Granted, this is only defensive player of the year, but Simmons can also score very well. So he's out there for a lot longer than Rudy is. Any guy that you put Simmons on, they're shut down. He shut down Kyrie. He wasn't out there last night to cover Curry, or I don't think no way in hell Curry's putting up 49. I'm putting my money on Simmons. It's going to be a very interesting race at the end, and you absolutely got to give it to this team. The Sixers, I like I said last week, the Sixers will make it to the NBA Finals, even with this superstar net team, because what the superstar net team haven't done yet is played together. I mean, that's very fair. That is very fair. I, I Again, it's so hard to say because all of the pieces of the Nets team, I think, have played together. The fact that their coach is Steve Nash is a big question mark because mm-hmm. he hasn't really had to fix anything. Yeah. East isn't as strong as the West. Do you literally if you pick 3 out of 5 of their play of their stars to play on any given night or I guess 3 out of 4 now that Aldrich is gone? No, they got DeAndre Jordan. Say 3 out of 5 of their starting five are starting. They are better than every team in the East most nights. Like I yeah. would say except for Boston if they're hot, Miami if they're hot or Philly if they're feeling good yeah that uh that's a lot of ifs on a lot of teams yeah exactly (laughs) oh man so i don't know i don't could be a really big swap could be a really big like i don't know how this will go or it could be really easy and we're gonna feel really stupid because they're gonna look in and be like oh shit so this is what happens when you get five former all-stars on the scene yeah um, we'll see. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge did retire. Um, he R&D. had some uh, heart conditions. He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> RIP his career. His career. But you still have DeAndre Jordan you can slip in there. And Jeff Green and the rest of the guys there. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking about it. Like, come on. Like, that roster is just an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Minnesota Twins with the first team that had to sit out a couple nights because of COVID. Now they're back at it tonight. I believe they have a couple games tonight. Or a double, excuse me, they have a double header tomorrow. Um, baseball is a very interesting sport especially when things just make no sense. When you sell your, when you say no to all three of your outfielders and go, no, thanks. You guys can go ahead and get your money. You're supposed to be five and 10. 
And when you spend a lot of money and you have the history of spending a lot of money and you have a lot of big bats, you are the top team coming into this year. You're supposed to be 11 and 6. You're supposed to be have the best record in the MLB. 13 and 4. Is, but you Aaron, don't. is Aaron Judge actually good? I heard. That's the rumors. Not Wait, this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's like, hey, rank them. Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Tatis Jr., Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper. Mm. I'll take Tatis. I'll take uh I'll take Mookie. Uh I'll take Judge after that. That's the order I'll take it. Because and then um Bryce, Bryce Harper's the last. I don't know. I forgot your fourth guy. Like Trout? Trout. Oh, fuck Trout. Trout can go four. Trout. Ohani. Oh. <laughs> Ohani is batting better as a pitcher. Like, Ohani. Okay, I'm sorry. Trout has he's just a clean face. He does it all, but he's not that good this year. I don't think he's that good this year. He's on the downhill right now. That's yeah. not four or five with Bryce. I put him down here with Bryce because Bryce, he has his moments where he's the hottest, the best hitter, but then he just disappears like Judge. Like those bottom guys disappear. Mookie's consistent. Tatis is consistent. You can break it down better than I can. Is is uh, Bryce Harper a good defender? Like on a scale of one to ten, ten being golden glove. One being should be a DH. Um, I'll take him in the DH spot more than in the outfield because he, like I said, man, Philly's not getting out of that contract. No, he's they're not. They're not like he has to completely just like all right, restructure and go. They don't do that in baseball. So you're not is not it. Like they really put all their eggs into this guy. And granted, he still is a top guy in this league. He's just not it. He's not the piece. He's not Tatis. He's not like a Machado. He's not all these guys, like other guys in the league that are just key star hitters. Like, not it. He excels in, he's a, excels in a roster where there's m- many known well hitters. Like, take go to the Yankees. He'll be amazing there because sometimes he'll just di- – oh, yeah, Bryce is over there hitting 335 because Judge is there, uh, the y- just Yankee fucking atmosphere. He went to Philly to chase the bag. They gave it to him, and they didn't really bring anything else to that roster. What spot What spot would Bryce hit if he were on the Yankees? Six. Six? I was going to say six. <laughs> like yeah, around there, six five when mid lineup. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, man, that's a uh, that's wild to me. That and like for so long we were told like oh it's just Mike Trout's personality. That's why he's not a big star. Like he just he doesn't care about it. Otani doesn't talk a lot of shit. Like oh you just base like SoCal doesn't really care about baseball. Oh they care about Otani. Otani could be fire. Yeah, people man. love that. Turns Otani's, out, Mike. Tr- turns out, Mike Trout maybe just not that good. Otani is—he's a phenomenon in this sense, man. He's throwing 101 and knocking fucking 400 feet home runs. You don't see those guys here as American players or Latin players because they focus on one thing and one thing only to get themselves to the league. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Dominican hitters or pitchers that can hit. Like, well, they just kind of just get away from it all. Ohani is just a real special talent that has all facets of the game. And he is a super, superstar over there. But then everyone's like, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Mike Trout's still good. Like, no, he's not that. He's not that good. Not. 
I don't hype him up like a lot of people do. All these MVPs and all, uh, no. Well, thanks. Hey, baseball, baseball. Honestly, if you flipped the standings completely upside down, it would make more sense than it does right now. Yeah, because right now none of this makes sense. The Red Sox is the hottest team in the league, or one of the hottest teams in the league. Eleven and six. The hottest team in the league is the Dodgers, because. That's Dodgers. That lineup is magic. <laughs> they are a great team. If you could stay up, still hotter like than the that. Boston Red Sox. I mean, the Boston Red Sox. They did take that really, really tumble. They took that sweep in the beginning of the year, and that kind of from there they've picked up. And I don't see this holding on too long, honestly. Like, the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Yankees will figure it out. Those teams are going to end up one, two, three. Yankees, Blue Jays fighting for one and two, and the Rays in that mix, too. It's just fun to see the Red Sox right now like that Cinderella story, in a sense. I mean, they have have the decent pitchers, and their hitters are hitting. I mean, they're the team that People don't scout, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, the Twins in the Central Division, um, did we just lose unnecessary games. We've lost, I think, four out of our eight losses in the ninth inning. So, betting them is fun. Make sure you're betting uh, your one and a halfs because you're going to need those. Because, geez, our closers suck. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> Gee, if only I hadn't called that two weeks ago. You know, 20 days ago, I called that. Ah, oh, it's, it's early. It's early. Still suck. Just trade for one. Just trade for one. Trade Sano. Just trade him. Didn't we trade for Cologne? No. I think we we brought him up. No, he was a White Sox. Oh, we just signed him then. Yeah, I don't know if we traded or signed. Yeah, I think we just signed him. So trade for one, like I said. Yeah, (laughs) talk about a Trojan horse. Jeez. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting waiting for all these arms to come up because the bottom of our rotation isn't amazing either. No, they're not. I don't know um, if some of these guys are just taking cuts right now to try to like acclimate themselves to this level, but dear Lord, is it not working? No, it is not. And it looks really, really, really ugly, but um, super early in baseball still. Um. The NL West is a pretty awesome division. They are the only division with three teams in double digits, the Padres and the Giants. And that thing is going to be a wild, wild West over there. It's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we called that. Yeah. Or at least I called that before, before the season started, that that yeah, was going to sure. be a wild finish, which is why I thought it was so interesting that the uh, – Dodgers were such runaway favorites. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very interesting going forward um, in baseball. I'm not hitting a lot of my bets in baseball right now. I've switched over just to basketball. And I'm hitting in hockey, too. Um, one thing I'm not hitting on is uh, NASCAR. NASCAR. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. I'm always close though. I thought I you had this I just, one. I man, it was right there. It's right damn there. It's right there, and he just couldn't close it. A guy out of nowhere. Nowhere comes and just steals it right from Denny Hamlin. But 
I just need to start betting top five finishes because then I'll definitely be like seven for seven. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, because Denny finishes like between second and fourth every time. His odds for finishing top five has to be like minus a thousand. It has to be because winning races is not it. It's plus 600. I was that close from having a very good weekend after losing a stage fight bet, which was awful. Yeah, we're going to get right back to the TikTok fighting. Ben Askren took a ugly punch. Are we using the D word? <laughs> he took a ugly punch. Dive. And he stumbled around. The referee called it right away. He was called it off real quick. He was in there for two minutes and he was out the door stealing my money. Look. Is he a legitimate fighter after watching it? Do you think, watching the little skills that you saw in those two minutes, is he a legitimate fighter? No. You don't think he could fight an amateur fight? Like against I think he could, but like define legitimate. When I talk legitimate, I think contender. No, I don't think he's a contender. Yes, I think if he entered in like an amateur boxing match, he'd do well. He's probably on steroids. He's got like Floyd Mayweather's cousin training him like, yeah, he's real. He's a really good average fighter, like amateur boxer. I should say not average fighter, amateur boxer. Okay. Never fought somebody with one, a longer reach than him two that was taller than him three that was younger than him or even the same age or even within what two years <laughs> or for anybody who was more experienced than him he literally fought a youtuber and it was both of their first boxing matches he fought nate robinson who's like 45 and is the shortest like the shortest non-mugsy bogues player to ever play in the- is he gonna fight isaiah, isaiah thomas next <laughs> like an older, an old guy who had never fought before. I mean, we're not even talking like Nate Robinson when he's like 28. We're talking Nate Robinson now. Also, he weighed in at 190 pounds, 191 pounds. Get out of here. Before I take him seriously, he needs to fight somebody that is equal in weight. Like naturally, fight some fight somebody with either a as long of reach or b your same age, and two fight a fight camp that has actual USADA drug testing. Then you will have my respect. Okay. Not this TikTok Mickey Mouse bullshit. Get out of here. I'm not that old angel, but I'm old enough to be too old for that shit. So, would you tune into a fight with him fighting Woodley? Yes. Nate Diaz. Probably. Who do you think wins those fights? Um, it depends on the weight. I think he would probably beat Nate Diaz just because I don't think it's smart for Nate Diaz to fight anybody at 190 pounds. They're fighting at like 165. If, if uh, he's going to do a cut, then yeah, we can talk. Woodley, man, I, I mean, I think I'd take it to decision, but I think – I. Probably Jake Paul, just because I feel like he'd win on points. And because, again, I feel like this, whatever this promotion they're fighting under is, I don't like, I don't trust it. I don't believe in it. Like, I don't think there's any way that he would lose in points. Okay. I think the Demilios might actually be scoring the fight. They might be the judges. <laughs> No, they're the ones giving out those horrific belts that look super cheap. And they're the one probably airing out the place because Snoop is in there walking around. Yeah, bro, they, they got a belt. What did the belt say? Won the fight? Like... <laughs> I think it just said like Trill Boxing or something like that. I don't even know what it said. It was oh, all... The Triller is the, the people who are organizing the fight? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> stupid and like 
I don't, like I need to know. I need to know more about this fucking organization because apparently they made like sixty-five million dollars, and the fighters combined made one point two million. Really? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Jake Paul said he like made like six hundred twenty-five k. If that's the case, you're an idiot. And Ben yeah. Askren, I would have asked for way more than five hundred k. Yeah. Granted, that is... that's more than he made in like three fights with the UFC, but. Yeah, you, you got to do better than that. Like, it's, Snoop is not giving them a break at all. Snoop's saying, I want two million to show up. Yep. <laughs> two million That's to show why. up and not say a word. Every hour I talk, I get another million. And that's why he was only up there for the main fight. He was just walking around doing his thing. <laughs> the TikTok sisters are splitting 10 million to sh- hold a belt. Jeez. Crazy, crazy, crazy event with so much money and young power in the room. And stage fights. That's how I lose my money. Oh, my goodness gracious. Do I put my balls all in one basket and go with the Twins doubleheader parlay again? Bro, I am taking the second game. I'm taking Barrios on the mound. Uh, minus 120 against the A's. And if they lose, it will be the last time I bet on the Twins this year. And I don't <laughs> care. Don't don't give a fuck, Angel. Oh, my goodness. Because I will take, I will if, if they take... don't if, – if their ace cannot beat the Oakland A's, mm. I, I just – I don't know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we took a bad tumble against the Red Sox. Both of our aces losing there, but I will also take Barreos in the second game against the A's. Um, I am also going to take uh, I'm going to take the Yankees to beat Atlanta, and then um, I'll take whoever the Warriors are playing. <laughs> That's a e- the Warriors playing whoever is like the Sabres losing to whoever. That's what it is right now. Almost. Depends on who Curry's playing. Oh, the Wizards tomorrow? Yes. I yes. will take the Warriors to beat the Wizards tomorrow. What is the what is the over under bet on Curry points right now? Ooh. It's gotta be like 39 and a half over under, right? Mm-hmm. This says 34. And what's the, what are the odds? Just minus 110. Plus minus 110? Yeah. Damn, that's not bad. I mean, I would take, I feel like you hammer that over at this point. Shit. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be like 39. 35 is, it's a lot, but it's not that much. Yeah, they think he's going to finally come down after the Sixers game where the man was going psycho. He was going crazy, crazy. But that's where they have it at right now. I, uh, I'm i taking a lot of Minnesota. I'm taking the Twins minus 120, the second game with Barrios. All right. I'm taking the Wild plus 170, minus one and a half. The Minnesota Wild in the last like eight times they played the Yotes, the Coyotes, they have not won by less than two. So I'm taking them minus one and a half. I'm going to take them three way in regulation plus 110. I'm going to take uh, Kirill Kaprizov gets a point. I don't know what those odds are. They're probably going to be like minus 165 or plus 165, somewhere like that. And then I'm going to take the Nashville Predators. They're very hot right now. I'm going to take them minus 120. <laughs> All right. Not bad. Heavy not bad. Let's get some pay- – let's get paid. How about that? Yeah, man. We could yes, all sir. use a little, We could all use a little money. Yes, sir. Got to make up for all those futures bets on the Twins. I'm also hammering <laughs> CSKA, the Siska uh, Red Army, in the KHL finals. Tied it up today, won four to four to four to nothing. It was four to nothing. Right. It was either three nothing or four nothing. I was watching while I was working, but huge win. If they uh, if they win 
the series. It is very good for me. I am heavily invested in them to win the series. So, boom, <laughs> look out for that. Russian hockey. Still trying to order a jersey, but their customer service isn't getting back to me very quickly. Oh, Russian's not working? Yeah, it's, I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Like, they're meant for people who, like, play hockey so all of their jerseys are like it's like 42 44 46 48 like i don't like just give me a, an extra large how about that i don't i don't just know like, like i'm not gonna wear it with pads i'm gonna wear it like with a hoodie <laughs> you just have to wear it with like lacrosse pads under <laughs> <laughs> keep doing keep doing shoulders and eventually it'll fit me well i don't know there you go solving problems so yeah, like I emailed them, like, can you give me like a sizing chart? Can I like measure my stuff? And they're like, just not getting back to me, man. Just like, they're on West Coast time too. It's like four o'clock there right now. Three o'clock. Perfect time to give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you for listening to Money Bag Guaranteed, where your money is never actually guaranteed. Never, ever. never, never actually guaranteed, especially in the last lap of a NASCAR race. Exactly. Damn NASCAR. God. It's just like I just can't. I, I just like no. I'm done betting this thing. And then it gets to Friday. We get all goofy. Then of course you know I gotta bet. You know I'm, I'm gonna not bet Denny this time. I'm gonna go with someone else. And then I gotta and then I gotta ride it because I'm not gonna. I've, I've bet so many of them. I'm not gonna not ride with you the first time you win. <laughs> You're just going to be there, bro. I appreciate it. Just, you know, we're, we're on the come up when it comes to NASCAR. Our time's coming. <laughs> Tell everybody I won a NASCAR race. That's going to be fun. Gonna be, yeah. No one will be surprised when I say you told me to pick. Everybody's going to be surprised. There you go. Yeah. Crazy. 11, sec- 11 second pits, okay? 11 second. Denny was on fire. His Everyone on his team was on fire. Damn it, NASCAR. So engine engine couldn't get it done, man. Isn't that what you said? Engine couldn't get it done? Just can't get it done sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, I'm going to go do some studying on the next track we're on. Hopefully, it's not a short track. And then Denny can uh, have some real fun. Let's go, NASCAR. Come on, but- Denny. Let's go Russian hockey, too. Let's go Shishka. There we go. There we go. That's (laughs) what I'm talking about, Angel. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. Later. See you guys on Friday.